you're a technician, you know, you're very technical, you've got an eye for swimming. And, and that's, that's rare. You know, like I've, I've talked to a lot of swimmers in terms of their talent and their abilities in the pool. I haven't talked to many coaches about their talents on the deck. And um, you're certainly someone that had, had, a, had a talent for coaching, right? Like, and I, and I think what you did was exploit that talent of like, you really leaned into the fact that you were good at picking up on technique and it was something sure. that you were very proud of something that you very like i said you leaned into so when did you first recognize that you could maybe see things that other coaches couldn't see in terms of technical stuff yeah i suppose that's probably been my my key factor you know i can look at any swimmer at any standard and look at ways that i can improve them um uh you know i think the technical aspect and i continue to look at ways that I can prove in my coaching, you know, I still watch things and, and, and listen to your podcast, which you, which your podcast has been a, a wonderful platform for coaches to, mm. you know, listen to new ideas and listen to swimmers perspective of how they feel. And even from the swimmers themselves, you know, you actually get what they think and feel. Um, but I suppose over time, it comes with experience, you know, you get to see what what models work in, as a coach, what doesn't work. And what works for that particular individual, I think sometimes we make the mistake of trying to teach a certain way that mightn't suit that particular individual. But, uh, mm. you know, it's like a piece of art. You know, you just want to make sure every little part of it is flowing right. And, and, and so, yeah, that's a big part of coaching, of course. <clears throat> how do you do that then? How, how, do you, how do you teach that to coaches? Like you say, like the science is very important, right? But you see, you see coaches get caught up in the science and then... The art is very important. You see coaches that don't even pay attention to the science at all. So like you always had a good mix between, you know, what you needed to see and what, what the stats were telling you, what the video was telling you, things like that. And then, and then what you could see and what other people couldn't feel. Right. And so there was always this great mix of the two. So how, how did you incorporate that? How did you kind of establish your own identity as a coach? Well, I mean, I've had a lot of coaches work underneath me and I think they need to get clarity. You know, and I still educate teachers and coaches on, on correct technique and, and the progressions you use in, in teaching certain stroke mechanics. Mm. Uh, so, you know, even with the coaches that I've got working with me, me now and my, my son, it's, he seems to have picked up very well the, the technical aspects and has that eye. And I think that's just, I don't know. Um, I can't put it into words, but I suppose that's experience over the years, which you see what, you know, how to change someone in the way they, their technique looks. But every coach would have a model on how their strokes would look. Mm. And so, you know, you'd want to relate that to, you know, you're trying to reduce resistance, how, you know, the first things I look at is I really look at the alignment of the, of the posture in the water, you know, just, mm. you know, where's the water sitting, where's the wave around the body? You know, when someone's swimming really well, is a there's a, there's only one wave around the hips or is there two for some swimmers and you know is their core on is their back dry you know uh so there's depending on which which the stroke but it's all for me it's about how can i reduce resistance so the first mm. thing i look at is i look at that alignment that posture in the water yeah uh, and then i would look at sort of the breathing because the breathing has such an impact on the whole stroke mm. and so the breathing you know just uh, the timing of the breath has to be is, is crucial and I, I don't think a lot of coaches tend to look at that. And then I look at really that connection, how well they're connecting with the water. You know, I see so many people just doing laps and training. And what are you actually training? Training a lot of swimmers the wrong way because they're just practicing the right, 
the wrong way. So I'm a big one about, you know, trying to enforce the right habits and training in that aspect. You know, when I think of someone like Matt Welsh, who used to train with you, Matt took up the sport of 18, you know, so which I, I which is probably a little bit different, but I did have him in the school program. Mm. And, uh, and when he finished uh, year 12, he said, oh, look, I'll give this swimming thing a go. And, uh, but one of the things we trained him is just only practice the right patterns. And, and so, you know, and so, you know, for example, uh, he went on a butterfly camp and whoever was in charge of the butterfly said to him, you know, he was doing a set of 50s of butterfly and he'd get to the 25 and the technique would start to deteriorate and then he'd mm. just swim through. And, um, so, uh, and the coach said, why are you stopping? Why? He says, because I, I couldn't hold the stroke up, you know, couldn't hold mm. the technique, especially a stroke like butterfly. If you're practicing struggle fly, and I see this a lot with you know, <laughs> uh you're really teaching the wrong habits. The elbows are dropping. All those things are going on. So, you know, I think I think it's important that you actually practice the right technique. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's a big one for me. I, I just as soon as I see someone just losing that, you, I've got to make an adjustment. I'll put fins on them. I'll give them more rest. I look for oh, yeah. 